Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It's All Geek to Me, a podcast where we discuss anything and everything geek related. I'm Tim. And I'm Trey. Today, we are talking about the footballs, the baseballs, and those hockey pucks. That's right. We are going into the realm of sports. And not sports video games or books or TV shows. No, we're talking about the actual sports. Because you know, go sports! If it's a comic book or a comic movie, it's all geek to me. If it's some sort of game or a show on TV, it's all geek to me. All righty, all righty, all righty. We are talking about sports. Welcome to the NFL Network. EA Sports. It's in the it's game. In the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you may... So we are... It's all geek to me. We talk about everything geek related. So you might be wondering, why are we talking about sports? We're not a sports podcast. I honestly don't know a lot about all these different sports. I don't watch all these sports. So you might be thinking, why are we talking? Well, Tim, do you think that sports are geeky? Uh, you know, I didn't until you kind of like explained why you think sports are geeky. And I was like, you know, I could definitely see that. Like I could see your logic and I was like, you know, I kind of dig that. Because it all, like, I think it all depends on how you view the word geeky and how you define that. You know? And so, I think, actually, if you take that back, I think it's not how you define geeky, but how you define geek. You know, like, if you define geek as somebody who's, like, really into something and knows a lot about, you know, a specific thing, that can be a geek. And if you're using that definition, sports can definitely be geeky, because a person would know a lot about it. Yeah. And Which that actually takes me down to the Webster Dictionary. Oh, and it, I love it. If you actually take the word geek, geek does actually mean a person who is knowledgeable about an obsessive and obsessively interested in a particular subject, uh, one that is technical or a specialist or a niche, a niche interest. And if you actually took geeky, is just a very knowledge, uh, very knowledgeable about a particular subject. There so, you go. For those who think that geeky is only for board games, video games, TV shows, movies, whatever, th- it is. But now, I think what I told you is my philosophy of: I might know a lot of planets of Star Wars. I know might know a lot of character names and race names and things like that. Um, my brother used to be able to spit off Elder Scrolls lore like no other. He used to That's know impressive. everything about Elder Scrolls. Yet, when we see people with trading cards, like um, uh, MLB trading cards, or yeah. you know exactly who's on every team, who's on the secondary sideline of the team, um, what stats they had last year, what stats they have this year, and where they were traded and things like that, 
that's a form of geekiness. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and I mean, like, once you, like, get it so into something, I think it it does form, like you said, it forms a, a type of geekiness. And is it different? Is sports geekiness different than, like, comic book or cinema geekiness? Yeah, it's going to look different. But it's still geekiness. It is. So I'm here for that. And so, like, when you were like, yeah, let's talk about sports, I was like, huh, I never expected us to talk about sports. And then you explained it. And I was like, you know, I like sports. I'm into sports. Now I think sports can be geeky. And I'm into it. I'm here for this. And I think now is the perfect time to really talk about sports. Because as as of the recording of this podcast, we are just starting the NFL kind of run of the season. Um, NBA is coming up pretty quickly. October 24th. Let's go, baby. <laughs> MLB is now just getting into their playoffs. And heck, even the Olympics is right around the corner. We have a like a Next year or two. Summer. Yeah. Summer Olympics. Paris twenty twenty four, baby. Let's go. I'm stoked. And so there there's a lot of things going on right now that I think it's it's worth talking about. So let's just start with how do we get into sports? And why why do we even like sports? And this is this can be generalized to everyone or you specifically. So what got you into sports? Ah oh, man. Uh I mean I just I was an energetic kid, so I liked playing sports. Um I loved playing sports growing up and um I loved playing basketball, I loved playing, you know, tossing a football around um, baseball was fun, but it was harder to do with like a small amount of people. So like I'd play a little bit here and there, but I'd mainly play like, you know, tossing a football around or like, Hey, we have, you know, four or five of six of us. Let's play the, you know, three on three football or, you know, two on two football. Like you can do that. Um, or two on two basketball, three on three basketball. Like you, you can have a lot of fun doing those things. And so I did allow a lot of that growing up. And so that kind of led me to start watching sports. So it, when I was growing up, it, you know, mainly Super Bowl um, was when I would watch sports. And then my friend who was into sports, you know, started talking about basketball. And so then I started getting into basketball and I so then I started, you know, getting into the NBA. And so it kind of just developed from there um, to what I am, you know, who I am today and being a big fan of sports and wanting to get into more sports, actually. Yeah, I think I have a very similar yet little different with my um, past was, so I was homeschooled for quite a bit of time. And during that time, I actually did not watch sports at all. Like it wasn't a thing my family did. My dad wasn't into sports much. Like he had his team, but we never had it on on Sundays. Um, my mom and even her entire side of the family, I would say aside from my great grandfather just didn't watch sports. And the only sport that my great grandfather watched was NFL. And my dad's side of the family was really big in the NASCAR, which is its own little thing. (laughs) I do agree. It is a sport, but for the longest time I did not think it was. And so they really blame you. 
they were really big into that. And it was just one of those that I didn't want to sit watching a car drive around in a circle. Keep turning left. Yeah. For hours and hours. Turn left. Turn left. Waiting for some sort of accident or something. Yeah. And it's also like I used to play NASCAR video games growing up. And me and my cousin used to have a lot of fun. Like we would be at the very back of the pack and then we would stop, turn around and then go the reverse direction (laughs) and like wreck all the cars. Um, It was so much fun. But then you like, as you think about it, like growing up, you're like, dude, like an accident in NASCAR is like so dangerous. It is. Like any racing is so dangerous Um, because like, that's like you're going 200, 300 miles an hour and or however fast. I honestly I don't know how. I I know they go at least I think 200 if not faster. Um and that like they could get killed. They could die so easily if they yeah. get in a wreck. So, yeah. But I also get tired of watching people turn to the left. <laughs> so yeah, growing up though, like those were the only things that were ever really on was NFL. And actually, I I should also say my great grandfather also had um, Major League Baseball on, especially okay. during like the holiday seasons. He would have reruns and stuff on. But it wasn't until I moved to Maryland. So my dad, being military, we moved there, and we ended up uh, making really good friends uh, with the people around there. And that's fun. We were in kind of the area where you were just one of two teams. Like, it was mm. NFL all the way. You were either a Baltimore Ravens being right there in Maryland, or you were a Pittsburgh Steeler, which was only a mm. few hours away from you. Yeah. And I chose the Baltimore Ravens, and my brother chose the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so we've nice. had that rivalry the whole growing up, basically. We've That's always so had that. Anytime they played against each other, we were always watching it. But that was my first introduction to sports. And then I got interested in playing sports. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. mine was kind of the opposite that you had. Yeah. That's so fun. That's like a little different. And that's like, I think that's something that's fun about sports is like you can have rival, like fun rivalries. And some people get like a little too into it in my opinion. But like, I like having rivalries with friends. Like I have a lot of friends that are Laker fans in basketball. So I'm more of a basketball guy. Okay. Um, and I have a lot of friends that are Laker fans and I'm a Suns fan. And we're not like super like those teams aren't super rival, you know, rivals or anything. But every time they play against each other, like me and my friends get into it. And we're like, dude, we're going to kick your butt tonight. You know, like we just like we get into it. We laugh and like we have fun. Um, And I love that about sports. And I love that. Like it brings out that competitive spirit Mm -hmm. Um, that can be a healthy competitive spirit. Um, And I just I love that. I think that's so fun about sports. Absolutely. And even with sports, like getting back, getting into playing sports was always a lot of fun after watching it because it was one of those like, oh, I, I, I'll also say I didn't start playing sports until high school. So for me, I got into it late in the game because everybody already knew the rules and how to play and all that by the time I got there. So I had to do a little bit of learning, but watching sports helped a lot in yeah. my situation. So watching NFL, watching the rules, and then going to play football or uh, watching MLB, going to MLB games, which were so much fun. I love going to baseball games. And then being able to play it. It's just one of those like a childhood dream come true type moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, and 100%. now outside of that, because I think the last time I really played competitive sports 
was in college with you when we had intramurals. Yeah. I love intramurals. And even that, it's a bit different, but that was the last time I really played sports. And so now watching them is a way of me almost reliving that, I guess, reliving the moments Mm -hmm. of playing, but just through other people. Yeah. No, I can see that. Um, I, I actually ironically stopped playing like organized sports around high school. So when you started playing sports, I stopped playing sports. Um, cause I moved my freshman year of high school. And by that point I like didn't really, um, like I wasn't the best basketball player and I didn't really feel like playing football or anything. My sister really wanted me to wrestle. Um, but I didn't feel like cutting, like, I feel like wrestling while fun and entertaining to watch can be very unhealthy depending on how you train because you're like, I need to cut all this weight. So I had a friend that wrestled in high school and he's like, yeah, this stick of gum is the only thing I can eat all day long. I'm like, dude, you're in high school. That doesn't sound very healthy to me. Uh, (laughs) I knew some people like that. So I think it kind of depends on how you go about it. Um, But yeah, I loved playing like intramurals and I, I think you're right. Like it's kind of that idea of like, oh, you're fulfilling that dream of like, oh, playing professional, you know, like it's yeah. just kind of, you know, so I, I don't know. I think it's fun. Um, is there any um, sports that you're wanting to get into that you maybe you ha- like you haven't started watching yet, but you're like, oh, I want to start watching this. To be honest, this one's a bit different and I get my kick every two years when the Olympic Olympics come around or actually yeah. I would say every four years. So one sport that I really love playing in, in college, we had that stand volleyball pit. Oh, I love volleyball. I loved playing volleyball. Like it was one of those that we would, it was right outside our dorm. And so yep. you could just walk back from class and see that there's a group of people playing and you just like, Hey, can I join? And you're like, sure. And so every night there was like a group playing that you could just join. Mm-hmm. And that was just so much fun. And it makes me want to get into watching volleyball. Um, volleyball is fun to watch. Um, it's kind of hard to find where to watch it, though. Exactly. That's why yeah. it's like mostly when the Olympics come. Yeah. That's when I watch it because, dang, um, both women's and men's volleyball in the Olympics is intense. It's so but, it's so much fun. But watching the men sometimes and how hard they spike that ball at each other. It's terrible. I'm surprised there's like no bloody noses and stuff most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, I love watching volleyball. Um, but yeah, it's so hard to find where to watch volleyball. So if anyone knows like, oh, this is where I watch all my volleyball, send a message to us. I would love to watch more volleyball because I loved playing. I I like sand, you know, being from California, I, you know, played a lot of beach beach volleyball growing up, but I like playing indoor volleyball more actually. Um, I can get, I jump a little higher. Um, it's not that it's more competitive, but it's just different. Um, you can move a little easier. And so I like playing indoor more, but uh, it's just so fun. I love playing volleyball. And yeah. I miss playing volleyball. I miss playing competitive 6v6 volleyball because we didn't really so get super fun. competitive games until intramurals. Or like when we had a ton of people playing in like indoor and we had some competitive games and it was we so had, much fun. We had like a Facebook page where it's like, okay guys, I'm going to go set up the volleyball nets in the gym. Yeah. And whoever like wants to join, 30 join. people would show up. Yeah. It was so dope. Yeah. Some of my favorite memories are when we would have like six teams playing 
you know, two courts going. And so it'd be two, four teams going at once with a rotation going yeah. on. So everyone like played different teams and it was so fun. But aside from volleyball, I, I guess the answer to that would be like, what am I trying to get into right now? Is really, I would say, I've talked to you about wanting to get into NBA. So I've never watched col- or not college basketball, but I've never watched basketball itself. So I do want to start there. And then I've always wanted to get into hockey. Dude, same. I've always wanted to get into hockey as well. I like hockey's so fun. I've gone to a couple like minor league and college games and it's just so fun. I love hockey and I'm always so impressed watching like the little I've watched of hockey. I'm always so impressed because I'm just like, dude, like how could you like seriously like do that? Like you're on ice and you're pushing around a puck and like avoiding being run over by other people. Like it's just so impressive to me. And so I would, I want to get into hockey as well. Is there anything else that you specifically want to get into? Because I know you said that you watch NBA. Yes. I won't say religiously, but like you watch NBA. Yeah, no, I watch a lot of NBA and I'm going to watch a lot this year. Um, I mean, it's it's hard at times because I don't want to watch like every single team. And so with work and I work a lot of nights, it's hard to sit down and watch a game every, every time my team plays. Um, but I try to watch as much as I can. Um, I want to get more into college basketball, especially like March Madness. Um, I would love to get like super into March Madness. Um, so that's just, that's fun. But that's only like once a year. Um, so that's something I want to get more into. Um, I really want to get into the premier league. I've heard uh, the premier, premier league. league is so fun and, or just like not necessarily premier league, but just soccer in general. Um, I just feel like the premier league has, is the easiest to get your foot in the door. Um, so I'd love to get into soccer, but something I've actually been really wanting to get into is Formula One. Really? Yeah, like racing. Like I would love to get into car racing and get into Formula One. And apparently it's super fun. The hard part with it though is like all of the tracks are in like other parts of the world. So it's like Germany, <laughs> Italy, you know, like all these other random places. Um and so it's like, oh, there was a race this weekend. It it happened at 4 a.m. my time, but there was a race this weekend. <laughs> and so it's like that makes it difficult to like get yeah. into because it's like, how am I going to get into soccer or not soccer, but how am I going to Formula One? All the races happen at like while I'm sleeping. <laughs> so <laughs> that's difficult. So that makes it hard. And like not, nowhere offers it for free. And like, if I wanted to watch it, like after it came out, like I'm having to like buy the Formula One app, which is like yeah. it's like seventy bucks a year or something like that, um, subscription. And so I think the app's free, but you have to buy the subscription once you get it. And so it's like, oh, that like, do I really want to pay seventy bucks and maybe not even get into this like sport? So yeah, which, that's kind of where I'm at. Can we just say like sports are expensive to get into? Like sports to watch. are so expensive. Because unless you have something like YouTube TV or like a cable network, you really can't watch sports for free. Yeah. And on top of that, you are not guaranteed you'll be able to watch your team if you're not in network. Yeah. That, that's the worst part is like, um, so like being from Southern California, a lot of my friends are Dodger fans and you can, you can buy the MLB network which like gives you all the sports, like all the baseball games, 
But the problem is you can't watch the Dodgers. Like, because you're within the, the service network, you know? And so it's like, oh, you can't watch the Dodgers. And, like, it's not on the TV either. So it's like, you have to buy the special Dodger network. Exactly. It's like, well, that's just so dumb. And so it's so frustrating. But something I actually really like that my basketball team is the Suns did this year is their uh, owner just made a new deal with, like, the local broadcasting network where all of their games are stream like, are free. So like you can if you just have That's a TV cool. and like antenna or like any of the free channels, you can find their games like televised. Um if you're in the local area. And so it's like that's so cool that they're trying to make all their games free. And so I think that's amazing. Um so that makes me really happy that they're trying to do that. Yeah. Um cuz I think like that's how like that's how you get fans. That's how you bolster your your fans and like people watching your sport and watching that team is by making it available for people to watch. Like if if it's unavailable for people to watch, you're not going to have a fan base, you know? Yeah. So, talk going into those sports then uh that we specifically watch. I I tend to watch NFL cuz that's what I started with, that's what I grew up with and that's what I stick with. Been wanting to get into college football, haven't gotten there yet. Um but NFL, MLB, whenever is just on in the background, and Premier League are the three that I watch. Uh huh. What are like? What would you say is your top three that you are currently watching? Oh man. Uh, well, basketball when it starts is my number one. Like I watch basketball. Um, I watch football if like there are other people that watch football. Like I'm not that I follow football rel- like relatively. Like I know just enough about football and I know just enough about like the current like powerhouses and teams to get myself in trouble with football. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, um, but I don't like watch it every weekend. And so like, I'm a green Bay Packer fan, but like, I also, again, like I don't watch, I don't even watch their really their games um, until like playoffs. And so I'm kind of like, some people consider that like a fake fan Um, because I I don't don't really watch That's a fake fan. You know, fake fans are, in my opinion, fake fans are the ones that have a team, but as soon as that team is not in the playoffs or they like see that they're like dropping in quality, they jump on another team. That's a fake fan. Yeah, I'm not definitely not bandwagon because like I anytime someone asks me about like oh what's your football team, I will always say the Green Bay Packers because I've always been a Green Bay Packer fan, and we suck right now, and that's okay, you know like. And yeah, they're the not going to do well sports. this year. No, they're not going to do well. I think we should have traded Aaron Rodgers years ago. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, so it's like... I've, I've always said I'm a Packer fan, but I don't like watch their games, you know? Um, so I'll watch... I like watching football, but I like watching football with other people. Okay. If that makes sense. So like football's yeah. always been a like, hey, let's watch this together type of sport in, for me um especially like the super bowl and everything but like basketball i could throw on by myself like there are nights where i'm home alone i'm like oh sons are playing let's throw that on you know and i'll just sit there by myself and watch some basketball um or like while i'm working or doing something else i'll throw on some basketball in the background um so that's kind of what i watch and i watch the olympics but i don't really watch a lot of professional sports outside of basketball and sometimes football okay which is why i'm wanting to get into like soccer um hockey and formula one Gotcha. Well, 
trying to think how we should what what we should do next um you know i've been wanting to get into nba okay and i think i i think what's what would be cool is i might ask you a few questions about nba and like maybe talk a little bit about nba right now i love it let's do it so you said you're a suns fan i am a phoenix suns fan all right so what got you into the Phoenix Suns? Because that's not where you're from. No. And I've never lived in Arizona. So <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> and I would say, what... How, how should I put this? What What are the positions in basketball? Because I, I don't know literally squat about basketball. Yeah. So... Uh, I'll start off with your first question is how I became a Suns fan. So my dad wasn't really into sports growing up. Like he would play every now and again. Like we would, you know, he was my T-ball coach. We would toss the football every now and again. Um, He was a pastor. So like if it was ever like a church event, there was a basketball court, he'd maybe hop on there um, and play. But my friend Tyler is actually the guy who got me into basketball. And so he was a Suns fan. And so he just started talking to me about Suns basketball. And it was during the, um, it's called like the seven seconds or less uh, era of the Phoenix Suns, which means their offense, they would try to score in less than seven seconds. Uh, they were a fast pace team. So they're always constantly running. Um, so they were like Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion uh, were some of the big players during this era. Um, and so he kind of was talking about these guys. Jason Richardson uh, was my favorite player in that era, um, him and Steve Nash. Um, and so I became a Suns fan because I really enjoyed talking about it and they sounded super fun. And um, it was, you know, he was like an older brother to me. And so him talking about basketball and the Suns made me get into it. And so it was almost like, you know, that almost pseudo father, not a father figure because he wasn't a father figure to me, but older brother talking to you about sports and getting you into getting you into that team gotcha. um, yeah so that's how i became a suns fan um but for basketball there are five positions um because there are five players on the court uh point guard is the usually the smallest guy ball handler uh shooting guard uh small forward power forward and center um and i actually the other week learned why they were titled like titled those positions guards forwards and center um, from like 120 years ago in basketball, like not when it started, <laughs> but apparently the reason those positions became those was because the center started the game in the center of the court. So he was called the center. Okay. Uh, the guards. So there's two guards on each team. They're called the guards because on, again, at the beginning of the game, they were positioned on your like hoop side. So like the side that you're trying to keep the, the other team from scoring in um, there, they were guarding the hoop. So they were called the guards. And then there was two positions closer on the other side of the court where you're trying to score. And they were called the forwards because they were forward on the court. So that's kind of where the positions got named, which I just learned. And I was like, that's fun. That's so cool. But so, yeah. But with all the players, then they all can shoot. They all can score. Yeah. Are, I guess, are any designated as like defenders versus offense, like soccer? So back in the day, yes. 
So more of like years ago, the center would usually be like your defensive anchor um, where they could still score, but they were kind of keeping everything. They were defending the key, which is, you know, right under the hoop. That's kind of their area. Them and power forwards were kind of the defensive guys while the guards did some scoring. Um, But we're actually in an age right now of what's called positionless basketball, Um, which means like anyone on the court can do anything. So like, one of the best players in the world right now, his name is uh, Nikolai Jokic. He's, he's a center. He's like seven foot two or something like that. Um, and he's a center tallest guy on the court on his team. And he does actually a lot of the facilitating and passing on his team, which is normally a point guards role. And so like, he's kind of this weird, like point guard center guy. And so we're in this really weird era of basketball, which is actually, I really enjoy it where there's not really positions, but like people are still slotted into their positions, but they're like more of just, it's called positionless basketball. So everyone's kind of just playing all 10 guys are playing their own thing within their own offensive schemes. So it's super interesting and super weird right now, but I like, it's super fun. So it's so. kind of like you really have to know your teammates and work with your teammates. Yeah, because like before, like back in like early 2000s and even before then, it was like the point guard was always the guy that was running your offense. He was the guy passing. He was the guy setting people up to score. The shooting guy, the shooting guard was a shooter. You know, the guy that was going to have the most points, you know, scoring a lot. The first offense option on offense, small forward, similar to the shooting guard, um, power forward and center were the defensive guys usually. Um, and that was kind of your offense and that was kind of your team setup. But now it's like centers can shoot centers can facilitate and they can dribble the ball. Well, like it's kind of shifting into this, like I said, positionless era, That's pretty um, which cool. some people don't like, but I think it's really fun because now you're having teams like I'll say, for example, like the golden state warriors, the golden state warriors are a really good example of a positionless basketball team. Because Steph Steph Curry is their point guard, but he's not really considered a point guard because he's a sh- more of a shooter. He's the top scorer on their team. Like he's a phenomenal basketball player, but a lot of people don't consider him a traditional point guard. Um, okay. Even though he actually recently said he was the best point guard, one of the best point guards ever. And so, but a lot of people don't consider him a traditional point guard because he's not facilitating. He's not passing. He's not getting a high assists. And so it's like very interesting that teams are going this route. And like, I like it. I think that's fun because it's a different era of basketball. It's, it's different than, you know, the magic Johnson, a lot of assists, you know, that era. So take LeBron James then the era of LeBron James, was that Mm -hmm. kind of the transition between like to this or was he still in the kind of position stage? He was, he's in both because he's been, oh my gosh, how many years has he been in the NBA? Um, like 20 something years, but he's kind of been in both. Um, sorry, I'm trying to figure out that exact number. Um, yeah. Cause like for me, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, um, Honestly, I don't remember his first name, but Kobe. Oh, Kobe is his first name. Bryant would be his last name. Kobe Bryant. There we go. I just remember everyone in high school throwing things in the trash and going, Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Um, 
like those are really the main NBA players that I kind of grew up hearing about. Yeah. And so for me, I just, I guess I just never really NFL. You always had the quarterback as like the, the face of your team. Mm hmm. Um, which we're slowly getting away from that, I think, personally. I think yeah. we're finally getting into like the team dynamic and less quarterback. But in the NBA, I never really saw that aside from these big name people like LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Stephen Curry. Like, I don't know any other teams and like the big name people. And I don't know if that's just because I didn't watch it. What, like, do you have any feedback yeah. for me on that? So, I mean, like, that's something I actually really enjoy about basketball is like each team is going to have their big player. And something I like is that it can be any position. So like you, I mentioned uh, Nikolai Jokic um, earlier, he plays for the Denver Nuggets and he's their center while like LeBron plays for the Lakers and he's more of like a small forward. Um, and then like my favorite team, uh, the Phoenix Suns, the face of our team is Devin Booker. And so Devin Booker is like a shooting guard point guard. And so it can be any position can be that like face of your team. Um, and we'll all, they'll always have like the big names. So like right now it would be like LeBron James, uh, Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Nikolai Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like just to name five off the top of my head. Okay. Um, and there are definitely more like we're in an era of basketball right now where there are so many like superstars. It's insane. Um, like I could sit here for another five minutes and just be like, yeah, like Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, <laughs> you know, just like keep going. Um, and so like we're in an amazing era of basketball right now and some people don't like it, but I, I don't know. I think it's really fun. Um, but like there's a lot of talent in the league right now. And so, and that's something that's really cool is like, there are a ton of different players, a ton of different names and each team has their big name. Um, and like obviously some teams aren't going to have as big of a name as others but you know gotcha so it ebbs what, and flows i know the season hasn't started yet i think it starts next month or yeah october yeah. 24th i'm very excited so <laughs> i know you're rooting for your sons woo however what teams are you watching like what teams right now are like the good ones if i wanted to get into the into NBA, what team should I kind of watch? Yeah, so I broke it down to three teams in each conference. So how basketball set up um, is there's the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, and there are 16 teams in each conference. And okay. so for a total of 32 teams. Um, and so there are 16 teams, and then the top um, seven go into playoffs well technically it's top eight but there's a play-in so there's top eight for sure going to playoffs but the top you know i think it's nine or ten teams have a chance to like play into the playoffs um so i got three teams from each conference that i think are going to be the top teams in each probably in each conference this year um starting the east uh the boston celtics are going to be a good team this year um, the Miami heat, I think are going to be good, but depending on if they make a certain trade, they might lose too many pieces to be really competitive long-term, like long-term, like long-term in the season. 
Um, but they were really good last last season. I, th- I think they have the potential to be good again. Um, and then the Milwaukee Bucks um, are going to be a good team in the East. And then the West, um, the West is a stacked conference right now. Like they have the majority of the really good teams right now. Um, and so I, got, I could list more than just these three. But my personal opinion, I think these three are going to be probably the top three teams in the in the West. Maybe some other teams might slot in. Um, but these are also like, I think the Suns are going to be one of the top teams in the league. Uh, Nuggets, they just won the NBA you know championship. So the reigning champs, they didn't lose a lot of pieces. So I think they're going to be good. Um, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year, personally. But I think they're going to be a good team. Uh, and I think the Lakers have a lot of potential actually to be a okay. really good team um, as well. So a lot has to go their, their their way though because they're a little bit older of a team. Like their players are older, so they have a lot more risk of getting injured. Um, and so I think they have potential. They're a team I'm watching because I think they can be dangerous. Um, there's a couple of other teams in there also that I'm like, oh yeah, they could be good. They could be good. But I could sit here all day and be like, yeah, this is why these teams are going to be scary this year and like, Oh man, but you know, no one wants to listen to me talk about basketball for 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So with those teams, then I'm, I'm definitely going to, I'm really want to get into NBA this year and been talking to you a lot about it. You've been talking about 2k playing 2k. Um, and I, I'm, I'm invested. I'm invested now. And so I'm going to, I'm going to take these six teams and I'm, I'm going to try to something I try to do with teams that I watch for the first time, like sports. Mm-hmm. I try to do a grand look at everything and watch the season without any team really as my team and just kind That's of smart. watch them and see which ones I enjoy watching the most. Yeah. And like, there are also some other teams on like that. I didn't mention like these teams, I think have a chance of winning it all. Um, it's so like these six teams I think are going to be the powerhouses of the of the league and have a chance to win it all. But there are also some fun teams out there that I'm like, I don't think they're going to win this year. But I think they're going to be fun to watch. So okay. like the New York Knicks, I think it's going to be a fun team this year. Sacramento Kings, they got they were so good last year. I don't think they're going to surprise everyone this year again, but I think they have potential and I think they're going to be fun to watch. And then I think the Indiana Pacers are missing a lot of a, a lot of pieces but i think again they're gonna be a fun team to watch that okay. has potential down the road you know so yeah. it it's always just been one of those things that i never wanted to pick a team like if i started watching a sports team i didn't want to pick them just because they're good like yeah. i always felt like that was just i'm a lot of my sports teams that i watch if baltimore has a sports team that's that's who I'm with because that's where I started watching sports. And unfortunately, with NBA, there really is no basketball team in Maryland. Yeah, um, not really. And so this is one of the first times, aside from hockey, where I'm like looking for a team to be mine. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go like, I don't know, Lakers because like everyone talks about the Lakers. Or yeah. I don't want to go the Miami Heat because everyone talks about the Miami Heat. Like it's just one of those that if it was NFL, let's say Tom Brady was still playing with the Patriots, I would not have wanted to pick the Patriots because <laughs> they won like six Super Bowls. It's like, yeah, I don't want to seem as if I'm jumping on the bandwagon. And that's something like I also appreciate about basketball right now is 
we we've it's gone through eras and it's gone through different you know times but like it's really hard for a team to repeat in basketball like the last time we had a team that's repeated with i think it was the golden state warriors um which i think they won like three out of four years one time um gotcha but like i felt like they're like when i started getting more into football it was during that tom brady patriots run or steelers yeah, or Steelers were like they were literally felt like they were winning every other year. Yeah, like you know, and it was like, dang, like the Tom Brady and the, the the Patriots won again. This is like the second, third year in a row, you know. And that's something I preach about basketball right now. Is like it's really hard for you to repeat. Like the the yeah. league is so filled with talent that it's super difficult to you know to do that. So so yeah. with that, then who who are you predicting to like win it all then? So I'm actually I am predicting the Suns are going to win. I think they made enough enough moves this off season to fix a lot of their errors um, this last from this last year, and I think they're going to be playing the uh, the Celtics um, or the the Bucks in the finals, and I think they're going to win it. All right. So yeah, that's I'm holding you to that. We're going to come back to this one the the finals hit. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I, you know, guarantee Suns winning the 2023-24 NBA championship. <laughs> yeah. So you are into football. Um, yeah. So what, like, you mentioned you're a Ravens fan. I am. You Baltimore Ravens all the way. Yeah. How are they doing so far this year? Is week two? Um, how are week they doing? Week two, um, as the time of this recording, they played today. So you can probably guess what day it is. um they played um oh my gosh i'm already blanking on who they played today it was such a close match they were oh Bengals. they were playing the Bengals today Ooh, they're a good team too yeah so they're in their kind of uh division and they it was close when i tell you it was like close when i was watching at one point it was like 27 to 24 like three point different yeah they came out on top and we are now two two and zero. Oh. So dang, we're Good undefeated start. for the the start of the season. Unfortunately, with the Ravens and what I've noticed, with all the years of agony of watching them, <laughs> they either tend to start really well and then drop off, or mm-hmm. they're terrible to begin with, and then somehow make it to the playoffs and then drop off. Oh. <laughs> Regardless, every time we hit the playoffs, we choke. However, I do do think Suns choke as well. I do think the Ravens are going to make it pretty far this year. I okay. I would not doubt that they they're probably going to win our our division. Um, they are probably going to get pretty far in the playoffs. I would say. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping they'll make it to the Super Bowl, but there are some really good teams this year that I have been shocked yeah. to see. Um, 49ers is one of them. Like, yeah, I heard they're wow. killing it this year. Their defense is really good, and I I'm predicting them to actually make it all the way. Okay, um, maybe not win the Super Bowl, but they're definitely going to win that conference. Dang. Um, the second team though is the Cowboys. Like, 
I am surprised to say it, <laughs> but I think the Cowboys are doing really well as long as they can handle their injuries and they don't choke. <laughs> um, they're they're doing really well, and that's another team that has a really solid defense. Once again, if hey, they can keep injuries away, yeah, defense wins championships. It does. The Ravens and the Steelers used to have some of the best defenses in the league. And that's what made them go all the way. They could yeah. stop anything. Unfortunately, now our defense is not the most <laughs> well-built. Ravens are getting there. Steelers is awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard they got destroyed week one. Oh, yeah. Steelers got wiped. They were playing the Browns. I think they were playing the Browns. And they, yeah, they did not do well at all. Ouch. So I've heard you. So I'm... Not as into football as you are, like I kind of mentioned earlier. And you've mentioned a lot of like conferences. Um, so like in basketball, there are conf- like not conferences, but there's divisions. Um, and so you, sorry, you mentioned divisions. And so there are like, there yes. are divisions, but they're not as important as in football. It sounds like, cause like you can be like, like the division that, um, my, the Suns are in, um, I forget what it's called, but it's like the Lakers, the Warriors, the Suns, the Clippers. Um, I think there might be one more team, but like all of those teams can make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, And so like as long as you're in the top eight in the conference, you're fine. Is that the kind of way it is for football or is so for football? It's a little bit different football as much. The football's a little bit different and it. It's more of the traditional, I think, tier list when it comes to like okay. rankings and stuff. Because what happens is you have two conferences, which I will say right away, the way they have the teams situated in the conferences needs to be updated because it makes no sense, <laughs> like whatsoever. Okay. Whenever teams move and stuff, they don't move conferences. So uh, like the St. Louis Rams have now moved to LA, but they're still part of the same division and conference like oh weird there, there's certain things so uh i'm trying to think bills and dolphins i think are in the same division which is just odd um there are some others that like basically across the states but regardless of that they're all split up into divisions so there's about four teams in every division and then those divisions make up a conference and so I think just like NBA, like the conferences will go head to head. So the winner of the conference will play the winner of the conference. Is that correct with NBA? Yeah. 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 So it's the top eight and does a elimination bracket pretty yeah. much. Essentially. So they'll play everyone throughout the season. So someone in the um, AFC conference will play someone in the NFC conference at least once like during during their run yeah same with however with it all is based off of their rankings within their division so That's interesting take take my division for example the ravens are in the afc why am i blanking on this east afc yeah, i blanked on mine too i think mine's a pacific division or something like that no sorry we're north east east is a different one we're the afc north oh my gosh but ours have <laughs> the the Bengals, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers. 
So that's yeah. our, our division. Now, throughout the whole season, say the Ravens are 8-0. and So they're the top, or let's actually say 7-1. and So okay. they lost a game somewhere. Yet the Steelers are 6-2. and So they're lower than the Ravens. So the okay. Ravens are the current like champions of that division. Yet the Buffalo Bills in a different division is 8 and 0. So they're still higher than the Ravens. But that doesn't matter because the Ravens won their division. Okay. So the winner of the division then basically gets a automatic you're in the playoffs. Okay. So the whole NFL season until playoffs is really just to beat your division. You want to make it to the playoffs without any more help. Makes sense. After that, then those rankings kind of go broadly, and there's wild cards. Mm -hmm. And so the wild cards are, oh, you didn't win your division, but you're good enough that you'll play another wild card to see if you can get into the playoffs. Okay. And typically, there's like four wild cards. And then once that happens, then the playoffs hit and the playoffs are you're only playing like all the people that won the divisions and the wild cards in your conference. Whoever wins that conference then plays the winner of the other conference. That's confusing. A little bit. <laughs> I wish I could like show you a graph or a picture because it makes it more makes sense, sense as you kind of like go in no, yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. March Madness. Yeah, it makes sense. Like I understand, but it's just like, wow, like. That's a little confusing, <laughs> but you know, hmm, that's fun. Yeah. But overall it's, it's fun to watch. I enjoy just seeing the the new players. Cause honestly, I feel like NFL has changed so much in the last couple of years that it feels brand new almost except for, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson <laughs> and Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen, um, Joe Burrow, like yeah. all these like big names. But I think we are slowly starting to see like a change, especially with a lot of these other big name quarterbacks either retiring, Tom Brady, twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have um, Joe Flacco has been moving around a lot recently. And then um, Aaron Rodgers just left. He's in the Jets now. So Well, now he's not playing. Yeah, now he's not playing, which... It's all that coming. He's he's pretty old. I think he should have just retired. Uh, he should have retired a Packer like two or three years ago. Yeah, but now he's out for the season, week one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, I also like I understand like not retiring actually, and like why um, Tom Brady came back. Um, I was listening to a, a, another podcast, and it was a basketball player, and he's a pro player. And he's retired and he's like, I've never had the same sense of competition that I had when I was playing sport like pro sports, like that feeling, that itch of like, I want to compete. I want to be at the best that I can possibly be at and compete at that highest level never like goes away after you retire. And he's like, and there's nothing that can fill that itch. And he's like, you can work out and you can be in shape and you can exercise, but it's not the same as when you were on your team playing and doing everything. And I was like, I get why pro athletes retire and then come back yeah, or stay longer than they should because they don't want to get rid of that feeling, you know? 
Exactly. So it's I don't I don't blame him. I do think that Tom Brady Brady should have just stayed retired, like when he yeah. retired the first time. But hey, it worked out for him. Like he got to play more. He even had um, Gronkowski with him. Like it yeah. was fun. But yeah, for this year, I think I think there's going to be a lot of changes in the NFL. Uh, specifically with like what teams are going to be on top, what teams are going to be down below. Um, it will be an interesting look into uh, the playoffs this year. Yeah. What is uh, what is your prediction for the Super Bowl? So for the Super Bowl, well, let me let me start with playoffs because I think it's important. The Chiefs, as much as so, we went to school in Missouri. Chiefs were the big thing. I'm not Everyone a Chiefs fan. I think Patrick Mahomes is a phenomenal quarterback. He's amazing. I'm just not a Chiefs fan. But I do think they're going to win their division. So they're going to win the AFC West. I do think the Ravens will win the North because, honestly, Bengals, Browns, Steelers, I just don't think they're at the level of competition. Even with Joe Burrow as a like probably one of the best quarterbacks we have right now as a Bengal, yeah, he can't carry the team. I don't think they they need mm-hmm. a better defense. They need better um, O line things like that. AFC South, surprisingly, I think the Jaguars can do it. I think they can win that division, which you okay. don't hear about Jaguars much. Yeah, AFC East Bills. I think um, Josh Allen is going to take that all the way. He's probably the best quarterback uh, aside from Patrick Mahomes. He's and great. I think the Bills have a really good offense that they can win it. Mm-hmm. Now with AFC, I really want the Ravens to win out of those. <laughs> However, it's going to be Chiefs or Bills. I don't think the Ravens will be able to beat the Chiefs, and I don't think they're mm-hmm. going to be able to beat the Bills. If I had to pick one, it probably would be the Chiefs still. I mean, they're so good. They are. Um so they're going to be in the Super Bowl, I think, again. NFC, NFC West, 49ers, they're the best team right now. Uh, just overall, I think they're the best team. NFC North, another one that I did not think I would actually say. The Lions might actually make it. Really? <laughs> the Lions might win the division if they can beat the Vikings. If not, the Vikings are going to be the winners. So that's a okay. tie between the two. But I think the Lions can do it. They, I mean, they beat the Chiefs week one. They did. And that's what really woke me up. I was like, oh, I'm sleeping on the Lions. Like, they they did something right. <laughs> yeah. Um, even without Tom Brady, I think the Buccaneers are going to make it for the South. And then the other one is going to be Cowboys or Eagles. Um I think the Eagles can win if they keep their injuries in check cuz right now they're not they're not in check. They've they have a really bad injury kind of like reserve right now. There's a lot of injuries in the NFL right now. Half of my fantasy team is injured. Yeah. So <laughs> so if they can get past that, I think they can come back and win the division. If not, Cowboys will win. And so overall in the NFC I think it's going to be the 49ers, like for sure. I don't think any team 
as of week two, looks to beat the 49ers. Nice. With that, Super Bowl is either going to be 49ers and Bills or 49ers and Chiefs. Regardless of which one it is, I do think the 49ers are going to win. Okay. 49ers are going to win it all. Yep. Heck yeah. Um, My mom will be happy. She's a 49ers fan. <laughs> they're they're a solid team this year. I would love to see the Ravens, though, because then it yeah. would be a rematch. That would be dope. The last time cool. the Ravens won was 2014, 2015, and mm-hmm. they played the 49ers, and that's when we had the whole blackout stadium kind of catastrophe. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. So it'll be interesting. And I would I would say watch out for Josh Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Even with Joe Burrow being on the Bengals, I think they're gonna they're gonna put up some points and really yeah. large passing yardage. And then Stephon Diggs at the Bills, I think, is the receiver to watch. Mm-hmm. He he knows his routes and the guy can catch things like my gosh, like there's some things that Josh Allen throws that I'm like, I don't think I would have ever been able to catch that or anyone would. And he catches it. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's something honestly I love about football is like just when receivers make stupid catches and like, how the heck, like, how did you catch that? Like that was insane. That's something I love about football. And then the 49ers have Christian, I want to butcher his name, uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think that's how you say him, McCaffrey. He's a running back, and he's probably going to put up the most running yards, rushing yards this Dang. season. Okay. So they got to hold on to him because he's going to be well worth it once they hit the Super Bowl. Dang. Yeah, I like football. I like sports. Sports are fun. <laughs> sports. Sports. Go sports. sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy if you stuck with us as me and Trey dove into sports and kind of our favorite things and the sports that we watch some sports that we want to get into. Um, we may not seem like the most sporty guys because we talk about geeky stuff all the time. But as we talked about in the beginning, sports can be geeky too. <laughs> and we're into them. They're fun. So join us on It's All Geek to Me as we keep talking about geeky stuff from sports to movies to video games to comics, anything that is geeky related in any sort of capacity. We try to release episodes every Monday, Monday, Monday. If you enjoy listening to our banter and our weird geeky conversations, share the podcast. It would help us out. Also, feel free to follow us on, you know, the socials, Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. Tell your friends about it. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, do all the things, write reviews. It's a great time because you know it's all geek to me.